You're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast Show for today, Monday, July the 3rd. I'm your host, Donald Ware. Know a lot of you are going to be relaxing on tomorrow, the 4th of July. It's a holiday. We're, we're going to be on tomorrow as we're going to take a look at Elizabeth City State on tomorrow. But the business at hand today is the Chowan Hawks, who really, I mean, had a had a pretty solid season. I think, you know, they got off to a really, really strong start on last year. As a matter of fact, winning four of their first five ball games, the only loss came to Campbell, who's, of course, an FCS member. And by the way, Campbell came to Murfreesboro to take on Chowan. But then it didn't go so great. For the Hawks, the second half of the season, winning two of their last three ball games. Um, and listen, six and four is six and four. The the Hawks were six and four on last year. It was solid. As a matter of fact, uh, when you when you couple last year with 2015, it's the first time since Chawan has joined the CIAA in Division Two football that they've won uh, had back to back winning seasons and. I thought that Chawan was right there, you know, that it was a close loss that the first of their three losses um, on the back half of the season, of course, they went two and three in the last five, was to Bowie State, a close game. They lost 21 to 14, and then it just kind of went down downhill, if you will, after that, and it it, it was a... You know, Chawan has been known as a more of an offensive juggernaut ever since they came into the CIAA. As a matter of fact, their first season as uh, full members of the CIAA was 2009, but they were uh, associate members, if I'm not mistaken, in 2008. And, I mean, you talk about an offense that really could not be stopped. But the problem with Chawan was there and, and really has been ever since they've been in the CIAA, quite frankly, had been their defense. But it looked like they had kind of turned things around the first five games of the season. Um, really, the, the only big loss or the, the big amount of points that they had given up was to Campbell. They gave up 47 points to Campbell. But when you look at Fayetteville State, 13 points. Uh, West Florida in a win, 30, 28 points they give up. Then Livingstone, 13. Johnson C. Smith, they give up 14 points, so they had done pretty well. But then look at the numbers on the backside of the losses. Pretty good to Bowie State uh, at only 21 losses, then gave up 54 points to Virginia Union. Uh, I mean, um, excuse me, 21 points to Virginia Union in a victory, then 40 points to Elizabeth City State. That was a game that they really needed. The loss to Elizabeth City State at Elizabeth City State flipped situations, if you will, for both Elizabeth City State and Chawan. In other words, Elizabeth City State, with that win, they were still in contention for the CIAA's Northern Division. And then the loss for Chawan uh, pretty much eliminated them from contention for the CIAA's Northern Division. Then they give up 49 points in a loss to Virginia State before closing out the season with a 73 to nothing victory over Lincoln, who has really struggled. Um, Tim Place has, has been the head coach. He's, he's done a you know he's done a good job, especially when you talk about from an offensive, from the offensive side of the football, and defensively is where Chawan is definitely gonna have 
to be stronger, but he's been the coach ever since Jawan has been in the CIAA and has done a good job really with the program. I mean, think about it. You got to, I mean, you got to recruit kids to come to Murfreesboro, which, uh, I mean, in North Carolina, it's more towards the northern part of North Carolina. Um, not as not as much northeast as is Elizabeth City State, but it's more northern than Elizabeth City State is, closer to Virginia. But, man, it's hard to kind of get the guys to come, I think. But, you know, Tim Place and his staff has done a good job of getting some pretty good athletes to come to Chawan. And that's kind of where we start. I mean, to start to me, to start where uh, – to start – in terms of looking at Chawan and looking at them for the upcoming season. Now, when you look at it, yes, they returned 15 lettermen, or excuse me, 15 starters from last year's team. They lose seven starters. Uh, But when you look at the starters that they're losing, I I tell you what, it's going to be awfully hard to replace some of the guys that they're going to lose, in fact, on the season and and you know we're going to start on the offensive side of the football since that's where Jawan has hung its hat um, they're losing Randall Dixon who was an all he was second team all CIAA last year the quarterback completed close to 60 percent of his passes 2,449 yards 19 touchdowns to 10 interceptions that is going to be awful hard to replace I mean that that's an awful lot to ask to replace a guy like that who who you know essentially you know led your team offensively and was really um a guy who was the you know the juggernaut of this offense um and then on top of that you lose your leading wide receiver in Tyrone Carter so right there they're missing 50 receptions for 1099 yards nine touchdowns this kid averaged 22 count them 22 yards per reception I mean those are some really really big losses and then to couple all of that they lose their leading rusher in Tyree Lee 1065 yards rushing uh 12 touchdowns on last season rushing and it was a guy that was very versatile he could also catch the ball out of the backfield as well 15 catches 128 yards so you lose all of that they also lose um a a guy that was very versatile as well in receiver Ryan Nolan 50 catches uh, catches 830 yards 16.6 yards per reception and uh, had four touchdowns so that's an awful lot to try and replace for next year the question becomes who's going to be your quarterback for this year as a matter of fact the three guys that took snaps on last year Dixon and then you also had Jordan Watkins and then I mentioned Nolan um, who who took a, a snap or two last year these guys are all gone uh, for from last year so it, it's going to be a bit of an uphill climb but the thing about Chawan they always replenish so even if it looks like they don't have Uh, A lot of guys coming back from the previous year, they seem to always be able to replenish and reload. You look at the defensive side of the football, and they lose some guys on the defensive side of the football, no doubt. When you're talking about losing linebacker Demetrius Newberry and defensive back uh, Vincent Stafford, 
and defensive lineman Kamari Alcorn. I mean, those are some really, really big losses for the Hawks. And, you know, I thought they took a step at least, you know, overall. I mean, when you look at what they were able to accomplish from a defensive perspective last year and compared to some of the other years, it was pretty good overall. But Demetrius Newberry was their leading tackler. As a matter of fact, he also had 21 and a half tackles for loss, also six sacks. How do you go about replacing that? So I think that really Chawan has more uh, questions to answer than anything else based upon uh, a lot of those guys that I mentioned that they lost. I mean, they do have some guys that can uh, kind of step in and, 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 and provide at least a little bit of leadership on the offensive side of the football. Uh, Torrey Baker was the third leading wide receiver. He returns. Um, Aaron Ray on the offensive line returns. Defensively, Dakota Bayer, uh, Nate Weich, Randy Allen Jr. all return um, and all are seniors on the defensive side of the football. So those guys uh, can be able to uh, provide some leadership on the defensive side of the football. Uh, Bear was the team's third leading tackler on last year. But I think really the Hawks have more questions than answers for the upcoming season. And uh, so we'll definitely have to see how things shake out. And by the way, the CIAA Northern Division is awfully, awfully tough uh, when you have the likes of Bowie State, Virginia Union, um, and Virginia State at the top. Again, I like Bowie State to win the Northern Division this year. And I think Elizabeth City State, who we're going to preview tomorrow, also took a step forward last year uh, and trying to get back to their winning ways. And remember, Elizabeth City State hadn't won a CIAA championship, but they have received an at-large berth to the Division II playoffs uh, two times in the last six or seven years. So that's a look at Chawan for today, Monday, July the 3rd. Have a wonderful 4th of July. But again, we're going to be posting on tomorrow, Elizabeth City State, and we're going to take a look at the Vikings as their head football coach, Ernest Wilson, is going to join us. Don't forget about our initiative, hashtag HBCU125. Tell a friend about it. Also, tell a friend about our HBCU football daily podcast as we're previewing all 50 of the HBCU football playing institutions. We'll see you on tomorrow. Have a great 4th of July.